Hi, and welcome to the Museums and Galleries of New South Wales podcast. Museums and Galleries of New South Wales acknowledges the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation and all the other traditional custodians on the lands of which we live and work. We pay our respect to them as First Nations people with continuing connection to the land, place, waters and community. For episode one, we are fortunate to be joined by Liam Benson and Chittamita Ma, two Sydney-based artists who have work in the exhibition Just Not Australian, currently on tour with Museums and Galleries of New South Wales. My name's Chidam. <laughs> I'll say it again. Hi, my name's Chidam Edemir and I made the work um, The Ride, which is in the show Just Not Australian. And I'm having a conversation with Liam Benson. Liam, do you want to introduce yourself? Hello, yay. Uh, great to be here with you. My name is Liam Benson and I uh, am an artist based in Western Sydney on Durham Country. And I made, um, oh, actually, uh, uh, originally in the exhibition Just Not Australian, I exhibited a participatory community-made work. Um but for the touring show, I have exhibited three of my uh, solo-made works, which are um, all three different embroideries, um, and the community-created work is an embroidery as well. Mm. So I've been working with embroidery beads and sequins uh, probably for about six years in my practice now, and I... I'm a performance artist. I, um, I use photography, video, um, but I've also recently been working in textiles and I think of that as, as performative as well. And um, beads and sequins, it's, just, it's, a, it's a material that I've always loved since I was a child. Um, it was materials that, you know, related to like the kind of things that my mother used to make as well. She didn't work with beads and sequins, but she, um, my mother was a real maker. She made everything from like reupholstering couches to curtains, clothing, um, and, you know, decorations and things. And so this, so I didn't realize how much it had creeped into, um, my thinking and, and my way of making, um, until recently. And I had been using those skills to make, costume pieces to make props for performing with um, in front of the camera. Um, but it was really nice to actually turn this, uh, you know, to turn the attention to the materials and, and let them be the focus of a performance rather than my body. Um, and my love beads and sequins as well, because they're just so colourful and so beautiful and they're really, you know, they're really relatable. Um, whether we've, you know, been given a small bead bracelet as a gift, a friendship bracelet, or, you know, I associate embroidery with, you know, the clothing that my mother that I used to wear. Um, and sequins, I, I connect specifically to notions of queer culture and, you know, that, 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 you know, wonderful period of time when I was, you know, used to go out a lot at night time and, you know, go and see the same drag show every Thursday night over and over and over and just <laughs> loving it. Oh, you know, just, just the, uh, so I love the simplicity and the, you know, 
campness and playfulness and joy. Like they're materials that I associate with joy and celebration, um, but then using them to talk about very heavy or very poignant or, you know, really necessary topics that I think need discussing. So for the, the first work that I exhibited in the show that was at Art Space is called um, Participatory Community Embroidery, You and Me. And it's a map of Australia um, which shows the diverse language groups of uh, Aboriginal and Torres Strait Island Australia, so the First Nation community. And I remember seeing this beautiful map for the first time in about, I think it was like 2010, and uh, it, was, it was in the workshop at the Parramatta Studios and um, uh, Kerry Kenton, Auntie Kerry, was there and she was talking about the map um, and the workshop was being, the workshop was really lovely as well. Cause it was uh, different first nation artists talking and sharing um, ways of making and practice. So Casey Adams from uh, first nation Canadian artists was there as well, teaching beadwork actually. So I don't know, maybe this is where yeah. it's all sort of coming from, but I remember seeing that map and just, just you'd be falling in love with it and falling in love not only what it looked like, but of course what it meant. And, 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 and I think as a relationship that you build with a piece of information like that, um, because everyone can relate to it. Um, cause it's a map of the place that we all live and it shows this in this, this amazing layer that's there and has been there long before us and will be there in the future for, for infinity, uh, for time infinity. Um, and so it just seemed a natural thing to to sit with people to an embroider so we could talk about it and learn more about it and think and kind of think. I, I like this idea of embroidering and beading and sequining because it takes a really long time and it gives you all this time to think. Um, yeah. Yeah. So... I'll sort of, I'll, I might leave it just there for the moment. Otherwise I could prattle on for ages. Um, yeah, Chidam, do you want to describe your work too? I really liked what you were saying about embroidery and the, the, the temporal nature of that, you know, that it takes a long time and it invites kind of contemplation and thinking and it's a really beautiful way to think about something that can be so contentious, you know, the, the flag and, you know, the Indigenous map and um, which shouldn't be, but it is. So, yeah, it's really beautiful. Um, I've always been a fan of your work, by the way, so. <laughs> same, same. Uh, you know, it's, I, it's, it's, why it's so lovely to have us chatting here together. Um, yeah, it is. Oh, it's so nice. Uh, okay, so with my work, um, I also um, learnt sewing and uh, things like that from my mum too. Um, in fact, it was more of an instinctual thing. When I first started making work, it was all about what can I do with fabric, you know, because everyone's got that one thing that, that makes them feel really confident and comfortable and, you know, uh, it just felt like a, a fish in water. Um, whenever I was using fabric, I thought through fabric and, you know, um, it's it's all I ever wanted to do, really. Uh, even as a small kid, I always imagined myself as a fashion designer. 
and, you know, making incredible outfits that would be displayed on these catwalks. And, you know, I had like sketch pads that all had like gowns on them. And, you know, sometimes I'd, if I found a really great gown in a fashion magazine, I'd, you know, I'm, I'd cut out her hair and draw a little scarf around her, you know. <laughs> so, I, yeah, that's been a huge thing. And so, um, yeah, I work with uh, fabric. I make costumes, but mainly I create performances, video art and installation art. And they always have some element of fabric um, to do with them. Um, yeah, I'm also interested in politics and, you know, social norms and issues. And, yeah, I find it really powerful to talk about them in ways that might not be typical. So the work I've got in the show, Just Not Australian, is called The Ride. And in the work I am, so it's a one-on-one performance piece. I set up a, a scene in a space where I've got a motorcycle and behind the motorcycle there's a giant backlit screen that's projecting a, a scene from Outback Australia. And I invite audiences one by one to have a ride on the motorbike. You know? um, and the actual ride goes for about three minutes but um, the entire performance where I invite someone into the space and, you know, um, ask them to wait while I get dressed, invite them to get dressed. Um, so, you know, I'll have a whole table full of, like, fancy sunglasses and, you know, leather jackets and, you know, th- things you'd find in a, in a movie and, you know, we get dressed and then, you know, I tell them we're, we're going to do a quick rehearsal and so I walk onto the set with this motorbike and um, I, you know, initially my gut instinct was to just move slowly because, and I've used, I've slowed down video in my works often and I think it's a little bit like embroidery actually. There's just, it distills the moment, uh, invite, invites c- contemplation and, um, yeah, there's something really uh yeah meditative about slow motion anyway so i'm walking on in slow motion onto this bike and and i've got leather gear on leather jacket and a, a big black scarf that's actually tucked into my jacket and um the rehearsal goes like this so i'm just walking onto the set and then i turn around and invite the audience member onto the bike And there's something really macho about the way I'm walking and, you know, my movements. When I get onto the bike, I'm, like, fixing up my scarf as though it was, like, you know, gelled gelled back hair. And, um, yeah, and the way I invite them over is I turn around and I tap on the bike, like, two times, like, you know, get over here kind of thing. And... um, we do a little rehearsal and then we get off and if, if everything was all right, um, we do the final thing. So we start off the same way except when they get on the bike, um, there's 12 very large industrial fans that are in front of me and they get turned on. And the backlit projection behind me um, is played. So, you know, there's this landscape that's passing as we're, you know, um, riding through the landscape 
And then we have Midnight Oil playing. It's blasting through some speakers and it's, you know, it's got this really amazing rebellious attitude to it, especially when it's really loud and you've got the sound of these enormous um, industrial fans. It's like, it's almost like the ground's shaking, you know. And then in Perth, we we were so lucky, we were able to um, turn the bike on. So I had a Harley Davidson and I turned it on. So everything is kind of vibrating. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, I, and then, you know, we'd ride on this bike and I'm, you know, manoeuvring right and left and, you know, saying hi to people on the road. Um, And... Yeah, and then um, I invite them off the bike and, you know, that's the end of the one-on-one performance. But, of course, I've been filming that whole time. So as a video, so I guess this work um, has two iterations. It starts off as a one-on-one performance, one-on-one live performance, and also becomes a video art piece. Um, in the video art piece, I slow it right down even more and um and I, I've just got, you know, birds chirping in the background. It's just like really subtle what you'd hear if you were in the outback. Um, which, yeah, that's what I heard when I was filming this. You know, in hay, you'd think, you know, you're in the outback, there's red dirt and, you know, there's there's not much, you know, it doesn't seem like there's much living around you, but you still hear the birds. It's mm. beautiful. Mm. Um, yeah, and, yeah, there's... I, th- I hope there's something meditative about that, you know. Um, what's interesting is watching the way audiences interact with the work or the, the participants, you know. Some of them really get into it. Um, before they get onto the bike, I ask them to imagine that they're being rescued. And, you know, so some of them are real, like, afraid and, you know, <laughs> and and real actors, whereas others are, you know, just a bit unsure and not sure what's going to happen and so they're a bit reticent and taking it slow which is also really interesting as well so um and then you know the video art piece is just all those different performances so when I did it in Perth there were 99 performances in total and yes (laughs) and so in the exhibition I've just got I think 9, 18, 27, 27 I think 27, yeah. So 27 of the performances and, um, yeah, I tried to get a whole variety of ages and um, and different kinds of performances that people brought to the artwork. So there was once a, a man that in the Perth performance where he, at halfway through the performance, he just stood up and um, got off off the bike and just stood there and wasn't really sure what to do, and then he moved off. And um, so that was kind of interesting as well. Um, um, And I think it was particularly important, uh, not important, but, you know, it made sense that this person that stood up and felt confronted was a a middle-aged man. And, you know, sometimes those ideas of vulnerability and who can be the rescuer, who can be the saviour and the gendered ideas of that can be really interesting, you know. Uh, Often we don't, you know, we don't spell it out, but we definitely have those assumptions about, you know, you're, you're this, you're a woman and you occupy this role, you know. And so I think there's something 
little subversive there, which is what I intended, you know, in this kind of playful, humorous way. Thanks for listening to the Museums and Galleries of New South Wales podcast. In episode two, we will hear more from Liam and Chittam about their work and the themes of the exhibition, Just Not Australian, currently touring in Australia.